Welcome to Gain That Tune. Everybody, it's Game That Tune back in the house once again. It's your boy John Harrington here. I got John Regan with me. Say hey. Hey. I got Jesse Moore. Say hey. Hey. And I got David Fleming. Say hey. Hey. Hell yeah, guys. Welcome back. It's Game That Tune once again in your house, right behind you with episode 356. And my, oh my, guys, what a show we've got tonight. Uh, dare I say it, this episode, uh, it might just be a little bananas. Um, because it's Game That Tune, where we listen to video game music and try and guess each other's games based on the songs and a little bit of trivia. We goof off, we have a lot of fun, and the winner at the end of the night picks the theme for the next episode and plays some bonus tunes. And our winner last week was the uh, illustrious... David Fleming. David, congratulations on winning last week's episode. Now, you get to tell everybody what the theme is for this week's episode. Uh, the theme for this week is games with fruit. Fruity games. Yes. Thank you for being the one to say it. That saves me having to uh, say that part. Uh, games with a singular fruit. Games with fruit. If there's more than one fruit, that would be games with fruits. We don't want those. <laughs> Only one fruit per game. That's the oh. uh, that's the real kicker tonight, guys. David, you know, he made it pretty clear last week. Games with fruit. He, uh, you know, no Wait, S. I thought plural. You could use fruit as plural. I'm not here for an English lesson, Jesse. I'm like, here for a. Uh, like if Here, I say, you with some knowledge. <laughs> like, hey, there's a bunch of fruit on the table. Like, if you walked in and just saw like one apple, you'd be like, "What the fuck, Jesse? You fucked up bad." <laughs> yeah, there's there's some fruit in there, and you go inside, and there's just like a single orange. Yeah. Also, imagine would, uh, if, if you came to somebody's house and they said, hey, there's a bunch of fruits on the table. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> mm. Oh, oh no. You know, I'm seeing your point. There might have been a slight misunderstanding here. I've always used, you know, fruit and fruits. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's, maybe it's just a, I don't know, a regional dialect of mine. No. But, yeah. <clears throat> hmm. David, you're going to have to clarify this. Do, you know, wh what region are you from? Do you, uh, do you pluralize fruit with an S? I mean, I feel like if it's several of one type of fruit, it's fruit. If there are multiple types of fruit, it's fruits. But also, I'm thinking about a fruit basket, which typically has multiple types of fruit. So, mm -hmm. you know what? Singular fruit, multiple fruit, they all count tonight. It's yeah. like Jedi. I was going to say, because it, it's not called a fruits basket. Yeah, Imagine if somebody uh, came to you and said, hey, man, I made you a fruit salad. Yeah. <laughs> you want some fruits cake? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Get a big bowl of fruits loops. Or some fruits uh, snacks. Yeah. yeah some the more I think about it, the more I feel like fruit should never have an S behind it. I feel like it's just uh, 
man, I might have stumbled onto this a weird, uh, weird part of the English language here, fellas. Um, so yeah, um, multiple fruits, valid. Singular fruits, more valid. Double points if your game contains <laughs> only one fruit. There, we'll establish oh. that. Um, that's good. Um, man, it's gonna be a gonna be a fun theme. I'm so glad that we're doing this theme. This uh, it's like a slot oof. machine. It, it's paying out already, baby. <laughs> yeah, we, uh, man, uh, we're just racking them up, ringing up those fruits, just like a slot machine. Thank you, Jesse. Um, man, yeah, so many, so many games, so many fruits to talk about. What a should we should we like do a quick like you know pre uh, pre show like uh, you know like power ranking of video game fruits, or should we just save it for the show in case they come up? I don't want to tip any hands here, but like. Donkey Kong and bananas got to be like towards the top, right? I feel like Donkey Kong and bananas and like Pac-Man and cherries are S tier. What about mm-hmm. Sonic and pineapple rings? Now, hold on. I thought they were onion rings. Well, not in the tropical levels. Oh, you don't get tropical onion rings in the, no, in the beach no. level? Those are in like the more like like the casino night zone because, you know, mm. when you're playing slot machines, what's better than fucking onion rings, you know? I'm saying, yeah. That's true. So. Yeah. You get the onion rings in all the American zones. Yeah. Everywhere else, you get the pineapple rings. That actually kind of makes sense. Johnny, <laughs> what, what about you, man? Power rank, uh, you know, quickly uh, give us one of your top shelf video game fruits. Uh, let's see. Top shelf video game fruit is probably going to be the pretzel from Pac-Man. No, I mean it's in the sequence, so one assumes it could qualify as a fruit in Pac-Man's land. Like, it's it's actually the spaceship from Pac-Man. That's true. Yeah, damn. But it could be a fruit uh, based spaceship, David. You know, they don't really go into it. So, Uh, pretzel or spaceship, also both valid for tonight's show. If you have a game with a pretzel. Or a game with a spaceship, <laughs> you can get away with it tonight. Based on we're going Pac-Man rules, fellas, is what we're oh, doing. Pac-Man rules. So, yeah, it's got to be uh, one of several fruits, or a pretzel, or a spaceship. So uh, I think we've we've laid down enough uh, enough groundwork here. You know, we've we've put enough fruit in this fruits salad, and uh, I think we got to just hop into it. So let's uh, let's dig in, fellas. Peel back, uh, peel back that peel. Game one. <laughs> game one.
game features three brand new abilities to the series. One comes from a mushroom, one comes from a flower, and one comes from a fruit. Johnny, I, you have an answer? I, I do not. wonder what this could be. Oh, my God. I, oh, my God. Gentlemen, we have a hat trick. Everyone is correct. And- Johnny's quick on everything tonight. Everyone is correct and says Super Mario Brothers Wonder. Yep. I almost expected the hat trick sound again. Um, Should have gotten it during the trivia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Super Mario Brothers Wonder. What a game. I figured somebody would jump in on there. <clears throat> I have not it's played your, it yet. Yeah, it's your game, man. I'm, I'm letting you have it. This, this It's... I enjoyed the new Super Mario Brothers games. And then I played this and I said, wait a minute, we got four new Super Mario Brothers games when we could have had this? Yeah. Big problem. This game is amazing. And um John, you've played it, yes? I am in the process of playing it. It's uh it is quite fun. And you know, my first impression of it, really, having not completed it, is Wow, this really makes the new Super Mario Brothers games look so much worse in comparison. Like, I like those games, too. They were fun, but they weren't this fun. <laughs> like, they, you know, at no point did I think the Super, the new Super Mario Brothers games were clever. You know, like this, it just throws the whole thing into stark relief. Like, wow, they could have done so much more on those other games. Um, Jesse, you said you unfortunately have not yet played it. Um, Johnny, I'm going to go out on a limb and say you have not played this. Um, is this the one where... Oh my god. 
Okay, yeah, you have not played this. He's struggling to even come up with a fucking bit. <laughs> you turn into the bee? Was that is that this one? That's the new one, right? The the best way that I can describe this uh, for you two is you remember playing like Mario 3 and Mario World and you would come into like some weird one-off level like the sand level in the desert kingdom where the angry sun comes at you or like that one level in Super Mario World where you have to keep getting balloons to like puff up and float through the level like you remember those this yes. game is made out of levels like that like every game has some silly fun wacky gimmick and that's even before you get to the wonder flowers which completely turn everything upside down and crazy um part of me really wants to talk about my favorite effects but i truly don't want to spoil anything uh i will say and i don't think this is too bad because it's like the second or third level and nintendo even like put out a playthrough of the level to say like look at mario wonder and how wacky it is like i was looking at the wonder effects and thinking like okay you you turn into enemies or the pipes come alive like okay it's not gonna get crazy and again in like the second or third level you get it the music changes the stage turns into an auto scroller and the enemies come out and sing at you and it turns into a musical number and it was at that point, I was like, okay, I have no idea what this game's going to do next, and I'm very excited about it. Mm -hmm. awesome. Now, I'm sorry, did I, did I hear you right? Did you say that each level has a unique hook, even without the Wonder Flowers? Because I kind of, you know, I, I kind of disagree on that. Like, you know, I, I love the game, don't get me wrong, but I feel like the Wonder Flowers make up a lot of ground uh, in terms of, like, you know, the game's charm. And, uh, other than that, it really, it kind of is, in most cases, more of the new Super Mario Brothers games. Like, it, it you know, the levels, they, they're nice, they look nice, the music's good, uh, you know, I like the new setting, the Flower Kingdom is cool, but I feel like the Wonder Flowers kind of make up for a little bit of a lack of originality on the part of a lot of the rest of the game. I, you know, and I'm, I don't mean that terribly critically, it's, you know, the Wonder Flowers are kind of the whole point. You know, every level has some crazy section to it, but you're still going through your grassland, your ice world, your, you know, uh, water area, fire area, like, it, you know, I, I don't know. It, it's, it's again, it's, it's barely, it's not even a criticism. It's just, it's something I've noticed. Like, it, it's not, uh, it, it's not like some wowing, it's not some awesome new, like, Mario that they're putting out there. It's, it's a great tried and true Mario formula uh, with a new coat of paint and wonder flowers added to it. And you know, again, I don't mean that terribly critically. I do. I do see where you're coming from, but I do think that the levels by themselves, even without the wonder flowers are still really solid, fun platforming challenges. Um, sure. And there are some, as you get later into the game that are more unique on their own. Um, mm. But yeah, it's it's just it's a really solid Mario adventure that goes crazy with all these gimmicks um, and the three new power ups, including Elephant Mario from the Elephant Fruit, right. are a ton of fun. And I did not mean that to be a pun. Um, no, but it's it's bound to have come up by now. You can't be the first person that thought that about the elephant. Yeah, yeah. Um, Let's acknowledge I, the elephant in the room. Your bits are not terribly original. I, 
Yeah. The next time, try to truncate them. <laughs> boop, boop. Uh? God damn. That's the better sound. <laughs> yeah. I will say, I actually think I like the bubble flower the most out of all of them. Because it's, it it's really fun. It literally gives you bubble bobble powers. Like, you trap enemies in bubbles, they turn into coins to collect, and you can also jump off of them. It's yep. it's bubble bobble. It's dope. Now, you know, one thing that I will say that I am surprised by how much I'm enjoying it and how much of a bigger role it plays in the game is all the badges. I think that's the real game changer here, and I think they should have been doing that shit way earlier. Like, you know, there's all these collectible badges. I'm telling, I'm talking to Johnny now. Uh, yeah, and you get different abilities. A lot of them have to do with like, you know, your jumping ability. You can add a like an extra double jump, or you can make your characters do the Super Mario Brothers two hold down to charge up a big jump. Ooh. Uh, or like, you know, there'll be a it's like a rhythmic high jump. If you jump on time, like Mario sixty four, you get a big jump. Uh, but then there's also ones that do shit like you know, coin magnet, pulling all the coins to you. There's ones that just add the the fucking the P switch blocks from Super Mario World to levels where there were no blocks before, so it just makes it a little easier. Um, and then there's the really strange ones that I can't see really having much fun with outside of the levels they're, you know, originally introduced in, like the hyper dash where you fly through the air running like, you know, on air, or uh, the one where you're constantly jumping uh, like spring shoes, <laughs> like. Some of these, it's clear they're just, you know, silly and out there. But other ones, uh, you know, I, I can't, I barely, I didn't even mention the grappling hook fucking, uh, like, plant power up. Like, you can just, you can do a fucking hook shot move, like Bionic Commando. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the only way I knew about that was because of David's drawing. I was like, oh, there must be a, a cool uh, hook shot plant you get. <laughs> It's pretty fucking fun. <laughs> like, it's not my favorite because I like, you know, I like the the jump mechanic that they have. You know, you jump and press the button like New Super Mario Brothers do a little twist in the air to delay your fall a little bit. You know, keep the height on that jump. But yeah, the, where you get where you go using the uh, grappling hook flower plant, it's uh, it's pretty fucking fun. It's pretty good. <laughs> I was gonna say the the grappling. I think it's called like the grapple vine or something. It's not the most useful one but I used it as often as I could because it was just a lot of fun to use. Um, and the badges add a shit ton of replayability because um, you can equip them going into different levels. So it's fun to see like, oh, well, maybe I'll try this badge in this level. I actually, it was in one of the um, first or second, it was very early in the game. Um, I went back and replayed the level and I put on the uh, exclamation block badge and it actually led me to a hidden area that I didn't see before. So I was like, wait a minute. I kind of feel like I want to replay every single level with this badge on now. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and it also extends to the characters because you can play as so many characters. And they all basically play the same. Um, Nabbit and the Yoshis are kind of easy mode because they don't take damage, but you don't get power-ups. That really pisses my son off. He is really upset that there's not an easy mode that also allows him to get the power-ups. He's angry, like actively angry at the Yoshis. Have like, Dad, I don't want to play as the Yoshis anymore. I'm like, well, son, you're not very good at the game, so you're really going to have to figure this out. You know, and have, no, he, you know, he's pissed. Have you told him to, like, write a letter to Nintendo? Oh, yeah. Okay. And I delivered it for him. Oh, 
handler to my uncle who works there. He knows. <laughs> um, but in addition to, so you can play as all these different characters. Um, every character has hidden blocks in certain levels. Like yep. you can find them just by randomly jumping around. But if you play as Luigi and there's a Luigi block, as you approach it, it'll kind of like flash. So it kind of incentivizes you to pick different characters in different levels. Um, which I did. I tried to balance my character selection, but I'll be real. I mostly played as Daisy because you could never play as Daisy before this, and that seemed really fun. Mm, true that. I, I, you know, that's strange thing. I haven't played as Daisy at all. Uh, I'm. I don't know. I don't have the love for her that you have, David. But uh, you, you, meant, you make a good point with the blocks that only appear for certain characters. I really hadn't considered that. I've been sticking mostly with Mario and Luigi. Mixing in the uh, you know Princess Peach every now and then, but <clears throat> actually there's I'm gonna keep this vague um, due to spoilers, but there's like a challenge level. There are certain levels that are kind of like mini challenges. Um, there's one where it was very hard to figure out where to go until I found a hidden block for one of the toads. I was like, huh, that makes this kind of easy interesting good to know yeah i should try to mix it up a little bit more do you know are there specific blocks for uh, the yoshis and nabbit because i don't really want to play as them <laughs> i think so but um, also at the same time i think i mean all of the blocks just give you like an extra power up an extra life or maybe like a bunch of coins so it's not like you can't beat a level unless you select this character no of um, course not but sometimes it's just nice to have a convenient power-up. <laughs> I only played as Yoshi once. And it was one of the badge challenge levels where you had to use the invisibility badge. And I just needed that flutter jump because I couldn't see where the fuck I was going. Yeah, that was... Uh, that's among the badges that I think has no real application. <laughs> like, well, you know, why the fuck would you want to play the game with your character completely invisible? Um... Good lord. Um, yeah, man. It, you know, in the interest of not spoiling it for anybody that might be listening that hasn't, you know, actually played the game, it really is a ton of fun. I don't want to just start listing off levels that have, you know, awesome. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's not really a spoiler to say, you know, that you enjoyed the parts that did this. It's not like we're going to list what levels they happen in. Is it a you spoiler know, like, if it's a lightning round? <laughs> ah, <here it> <laughs> lightning round. I'm just gonna not name gonna lie. the things we like. <laughs> I'm not favorite. gonna lie. I almost made a lightning round. Like, is this a wonder flower effect or not? Yeah. But then I was some of the best ones, and I was like, no, I can't do that. Yeah. No, I mean it's. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I'm trying to think of the ones that. Yeah, it, I don't know. Yeah, like I said, if you don't tell people when they're gonna happen, like, is it really gonna fucking bother them to eventually discover them? Because like, I, I like the ones where. It uh, it speeds up the action on the levels and makes it really hectic and hard to play. And it's a fun challenge. I like the ones where um, you turn into the enemies it, and uh, Mario just looks very silly. With uh, you know, it's like a you know, you're a, a little goomba with a mustache on. It's it's very funny. Um, I think the ones that stand out are the ones uh, where the. It, we haven't really even touched on the fact that there's new enemies in the game. Some of the uh, some of the 
wonderful hours turn you into some of these new enemies and you know you get to use their wacky abilities what are the things the things that jump real high david are they called hoppy cats yes um, they they're they little, jump they're little things they that jump yeah they jump when mario or jump when your character jumps so it kind of fucks you over on the platforming stuff at some point you turn into one of those and so you get a fun jumping challenge, which, you know, it's nice to mix up Mario with a fun jumping challenge. Uh, you just don't get enough of those playing as Mario. Um, yeah, I don't know. We don't have to go through all the fucking things, all the levels that we love. It, it, you know, there's there's a ton. And that's the thing. Uh, you know, really, I've been enjoying it. There's a, there's a ton of levels. The badge challenges, uh, you know, break things up nicely. Um, the fucking, the levels that are like break time where like, there's no real consequences and you can't die. It just does something kind of silly. That's, those are fun. Uh, there's the challenge rooms where you have to beat up enemies using the different power-ups and like make it out in a certain time. They're like time attacks, literally time attacks because you're attacking enemies. Those are fine. I mean, there, there's a lot of variety in the game. It's a, it's a lot of fun. There's just, you know, again, really only serves to highlight the fact that the Super Mario Brothers side-scrolling games have been lackluster for years. <laughs> like, man. <laughs> I was really surprised, too, because the game kind of blends, like, half the walk-to-each-level, like, level selection, and half, like, open area where you can kind of explore. And as yeah, you explore it. in the open area, you can actually find, like, hidden coins, items, and a few hidden levels, which I didn't realize until I went back. Yep. I was like, this we could have been having this for 20 years like yeah i've been enjoying the levels where you find the secret exits and it opens up more of the world uh you know you find the pipes to warp to you know little hidden spots in the different worlds um the one the one i played most recently the fire area the lava area you know there's a fuckload of levels in that fucking area like it was just like one after another i just kept discovering more things and then eventually man you get to the special courses you know uh First time I got to the special world, that shit whooped my ass. <laughs> like, I haven't been as angry at a fucking Mario course. <laughs> like, I haven't been this angry at a Mario course in a long fucking time. That uh, that first special course I got to, I think it's the one from World 2. It's like the timed uh, rhythmic jumping uh, thing where, like, the acid's rising after you and it's got to be, like, you know, fucking perfect time jumps. Man, I... Whew. It brought back, it brought me back to my old fucking just bang my head against a wall, fucking use 30, 40, 50 lives until I fucking get it right kind of uh, gameplay style. I haven't played something like that in a while. It pissed me off. Pissed me off good. <laughs> um, you reminded me of one final thing I wanted to say. There are flowers in the background that talk. And Oh, right. Those was, fucking things. <laughs> at first I was like, oh, I'm going to turn these off. These are going to be annoying. But I never did. And it's cool because half the time they're like helpful because you had mentioned secret exits. Like there are some levels, if a level has a secret exit, you'll get to the end and the flower will be, hey, why'd you come this way? Like, right. Yeah. Oh, Good wait, job, buddy. <laughs> I think I missed something here. And the other half of the time, they say the most fucked up things. Like there's a there's a level by the beach and everything and you pass by a flower and he says like, you know, I heard the ocean tastes like my tears. <laughs> What? Awesome. Yeah. There was one where it's like, huh, where there's the the enemies that will like chase after anything and eat them. It's like, I wonder yeah. what this tastes like. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, you're a flower. So yeah. fucking keep that thought to yourself. 
God, when you said they say Jeez. fucked up things, I thought you were going to say, like, oh, yeah, one time I mailed a box of my own shit to somebody, you know, when I got pissed at them or something like that. Like, that's yeah. that's not that fucked up, what they're saying. It's fine. Get out of here. Right, yeah. Yeah, all these flowers are just, like, deviant teenagers. <laughs> 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 but, no, they, you know, they are. It's 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 uh, a nice, it's a whimsical fucked up. You know, at no point do they, you know, talk about, like, actually, you know, murdering somebody or doing something. You know, no, they're... It's still a Mario game after all. So, but yeah, they say weird shit for a Mario game. <laughs> it's uh, oh, there's one. It's an underwater level, and you find like three of them, and they're like, "We're just here, floating. This is our existence." Like, mm. oh god, that's so weird. Seems, yeah, thanks. Sounds like the uh, the uh, Mario movie rubbing off on the game a little bit. So, thanks a lot, Illumination. Really appreciate that. Um, you know, stay out of the fucking games, you jerks. Uh, David, yeah, this game's great. We got to revisit it soon. Johnny, when's the next time we do a redo episode? Oh, you know, Quick, I was multiply twenty six. Yeah, I was I was actually thinking about that recently, but I didn't figure out what number it's going to be. It's coming up soon. Like we're 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 due. Uh, Hold we'll, on, this is three fifty six. Yeah. three sixty four. We'll see you in a couple of months for another <laughs> round of Super Mario Brothers Wonder. <laughs> <laughs> so, David, shall we? Uh, yeah, I think so. Excellent. Game Onward and upward. Two. guys so uh, at one point in the game um you are uh given the command to quote master the keys by typing them repeatedly
Alright, who's uh, got some answers? Damn, just like that. Yeah. Okay, so let's see here. Jesse says, uh, typing of the fruit, which isn't correct. David says, Mario teaches fruit salads by way of typing, which isn't <laughs> correct. And John says, Mavis Beacon teaches typing, which is correct enough. This is Mavis Beacon teaches typing nine. Damn. Wait, is this I'm a sorry, game? Nine? Nine? <laughs> is nine. this a game? Uh, I think it's a game. It's got little typing mini games in it, which is where the fruit comes in. Uh, there is a mini game where you play a grocery store clerk, and that's how they teach you the number pad. Is as items come across the belt, it tells you the item code, and you gotta type that in real quick using the number pad. Um, so yeah, wow. there's a little mini games in this. And yes, number nine released 1999. The first game came out in 1987, I think. So they're doing about one year ish, you know, give or take. Um, That's awesome. And then, like, Mavis, Be <laughs> Mavis Beacon Teachers Typing Ted also came out like 1999. They're really just cramming <laughs> these things out. <laughs> like, <laughs> so, does Mavis Beacon still teach typing? Like, is oh. this a, you know, is, is this such something that doesn't, like, play anymore? No, you can like, you can buy the latest uh, Mavis Speaking Teaches Typing on Steam. Like they still make these, uh, word. and it's the same. Do, do people still need them though? Like, it, you know, like don't people know how the types work by now? Like, fucking how the types work. <laughs> fire beats grass. Water beats fire. Fucking <laughs> you know, ghost uh, is like weak to psychic. Like it, you know. I don't think kids. I think kids these days kind of just know these these types. They don't need Mavis Beacon teaching them. Yeah, goddamn! I wish that in 1999 we had a Mavis Beacon teaches us Pokemon types kind of game. Kind of oh game. man! <laughs> right? Wouldn't it have been better? <laughs> but you know, I saw I saw a great video of somebody speedrunning this game. What? Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> you did? <laughs> It was Mavis Beacon, he's just typing nine, typing like speedrun, speedrun world record, and I don't think there's any other attempts on this. Like, I'm Right, yeah, I was gonna say, like, you know, I mean, it's pretty easy to speedrun a typing game, you're just really good at fucking typing, like, I don't know, you just don't miss. Fucking, <laughs> yeah, you're, you're an adult that took keyboarding and business skills in high school, it's not that hard to beat this game. <laughs> Ugh, I like the idea God. of the world record speed run of this game being like two hours only because nobody else has bothered to try. <laughs> like, someone could definitely beat this time, but who the fuck is going to attempt that? Right. Fucking, you know, we're all waiting on Mavis herself to come back. And, you know, she's been a recluse for years, man. <laughs> like, you know, what, what is she up to? I mean, talk about fucking, like, sex symbols of the 90s that came and went. What happened to Mavis Beacon? Well, Mavis Beacon is a fictional character, so she's eternal in a sense. Uh, what? There's no actual person named Mavis, or maybe there is somebody named Mavis Beacon, but the Mavis Beacon there you see be. on the box is not, like, that's just made up. That's just, somebody made made this person up using, I think, just stock photos back in the well, day. What, like, she's, she's, you're gonna tell me she's the Aunt Jemima of the typing world? Like, Will Wright? Basically, yeah. Oh. But, yeah. And her, if you notice, if, if you look across the covers of the games as they come out over the years, like her, her style changes to match whatever is you know current at the time that the game comes out. <laughs> like she's just a, right. she's whatever you need her to be. Basically, she's a, a fictional. I remember that. Yeah, 
There was that 1998 one where she had like the backwards Fred Durst hat. Uh, oh man! Yeah. God. Yeah. I was I was doing all that typing for the Nookie, but you know, turns out I Come was barking on. the wrong tree because Mavis Beacon is a fictional character. I'm disappointed to learn that. 2007. Yeah. She's got the emo haircut. Come on. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mavis Chemical God. Romance. <laughs> <laughs> God, I played yeah, that. was the that. easiest one. Yeah. Just had to type, I'm not okay. Yeah. <laughs> you had to hold down the O and then hold down the K. <laughs> In parentheses, I promise. Right. It's strange, though. You would think if you're going to extend this, you know, if you're going to yell out, okay, you would just hold down O. And then add a K at the end. You don't stretch the K. What's that about? Like, you know, that doesn't really track, but I don't know. That's just, uh, you know, we'll check the style guide on how to, how to elongate fucking various word sounds. Man, Johnny, you know, I can't believe that you would follow up a Mario game with a Mavis Beacon game. We've had now the two most prolific type, uh, typing teachers of the 90s on the show right off the bat. How are you going to do that? Yeah, my my other question: In what way is this on theme? <laughs> like, well, again, there's... all I know about Mavis Beacon teaching typing is that she is a, now a confirmed fictional black woman, and that there is typing. Where's the fruit? So, one of the games you can play in this, one of the mini games, you are a supermarket cashier, uh, and you have items that come across a conveyor belt, and they're code comes up and you have to type in the code that matches that item so bananas come up oh. you gotta type in 4011 um and it, i was about to say supermarket cashier is one of the only jobs that requires no typing <laughs> it's like why the fuck would that be their example <laughs> well back i mean back in 1999 they did not have the touchscreen systems they have today you actually did have to type in the codes yeah uh, sometimes fast. yeah but you, you still mostly just had to beep 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 it's not that serious like yeah you know four zero one one for bananas big yeah, fucking deal yeah. that's not that serious you don't get the beep beep, yeah. beep 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 for the fruit john and that's how this comes in you gotta type uh, in those fruit codes yeah. wow man they really were playing to the uh never gonna go to college audience here this is <laughs> fucked up <laughs> like you know learn how to key in fucking supermarket fruit that's uh thanks mavis and Jeez. yeah, I tried playing this and I kept failing because my default when I'm doing any kind of self-checkout situation is everything is 4011. And so oh, yeah. everything comes across I'm like, yeah, 4011. <laughs> like, right, yeah. Whole pizza, yeah, they should have a Mavis Beacon. Mavis Beacon teaches you how to steal from Whole Foods. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what is this? It's rice and beans. It, it is. Uh, trust me, it's definitely a cup of rice and beans. <laughs> Don't uh, don't open it. No, don't look. And then you just start grabbing everything and run. And yeah, I was loving the little um, um, uh, cashier checkout, uh, grocery checkout, you know, mini game because like some of the things that cross the aisle are like an unwrapped thing of cheese, an entire yeah. an entire pizza, like not in a box or anything. I was like, God. Johnny, it was the nineties. <laughs> We've all been there. Yeah, I used to go to Albertsons and get the unwrapped cheese all the time. That's the good cheese. <laughs> the free cheese. Man. I'm saying, you know, you want that room temperature unwrapped cheese. Mavis knows what's up, man. You know, that's what she's trying to do. She's trying to teach you to shop thrifty, man. Mavis Beacon teaches you fucking 
uh, you know, frugality is what it is. Well, so I don't know about you guys, but I feel like I feel like um, uh, grocery stores have caught on to our shenanigans because I, you know, like I feel like they announce certain things louder because they know it's suspicious. Like when I'm at the self checkout, it's like. You know, you, you type in the code, and it's like, please put your pomegranate in the bag. And you put your pomegranate in right. the bag. Then you type in the next code, please put your bananas in the bag. <laughs> like, like <laughs> somebody <laughs> come look. <laughs> you typed in bananas. Hey, typed in something cheap. Better check them. Hmm. <laughs> Can't trust it. I get it. Sorry, but, these know, are plantains. <laughs> yeah. How dare you? Um, Sir, this is an entire beef brisket. Yeah. Oh, why yeah. not? Damn it. This is just a big pile of PlayStation 5 games. How, how are you trying to pull this off right Where did you now? get these? We don't even sell them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this, is, this isn't bananas. This is jeans. <laughs> like, yeah. Where'd you get hmm, all sir, this Bitcoin? Empty your bag. Yeah. <laughs> why are you even buying these Bitcoins? <laughs> Uh, these aren't bananas. These are Pokemon cards. <laughs> yeah. very well, you caught me. Yeah, you caught the tuna. Well, <laughs> Johnny, I, you know, I, I like this window into your madness, man. I, I like your paranoia at trying to steal from grocery stores. This is a uh, this is good Johnny content. Programs. Yeah, exactly. You know, Mavis Beacon put all these fucking anarchist ideas in your head. <laughs> On you know how to how to get away with stealing from corporations, which is just it simply is. She st- she tells you that at the end of every lesson. There's no ethical consumption under capitalism. Thank you, Mavis. That was always yeah. my, my favorite part of finishing one of the mini games where Mavis comes out and says, "Remember, if you see somebody take something from the grocery store without paying, no, you didn't." Yes, precisely. Mavis, she was an icon. Uh, Johnny, this uh, this is quite a pick, Johnny. This is, you know, there's there's a lot going on. I had to go and like you know find a copy of this uh, on CD and like dig into the CD and find the original wave files to get the music out of this. Wow, this is not some Jesus Christ. Christ. This is not trick anybody's like provided as a handy rip online. This took some digging. <laughs> <Why not? laughs> yeah. Couldn't find Mavis on fucking you know. KH Insider, fucking you know the uh, the squid board. You can, yeah, there's no rips of this. None of my usual resources. <laughs> God damn, you know, we got to write the fucking sitting on clouds guy and tell him, hey, <laughs> you need you know you're way behind on the Mavis Beacon archive. Or write Mavis. <laughs> That's a good idea. We should get Mavis on uh, the show. You know, I'm looking at her now, and Johnny, I'm not buying that she's fictitious. I think that she is a real person, and I'm confident that she is currently a Supreme Court justice, recently appointed. It's going to be really difficult at this point to get Mavis Beacon on the show. Or easy. Yeah, she Maybe, yeah. <laughs> we just got to get all the way to the Supreme Court, baby. <laughs> uh, but, man, Mavis, what a snack. Um, you know, we'll be seeing her soon. As soon as all those lawsuits <laughs> go through and we end up in the Supreme Court, baby. <laughs> Whatever we take. Uh, David's radiator's going off again. It's time to move on. <laughs> Is it really? Fuck. Yeah. Game three.
All right, uh, gentlemen. Uh, this game um, is actually a remake of a game that was only released in Japan, um, but the remake was released everywhere else. Uh, it kept most of the gameplay systems from the original game, um, with the exception of a new system called Trooper Cards. Uh, these were like various cards that you used in, could use in combat that would like do special abilities and whatnot, and they all had different characters on them. But um, in January, uh, they announced a free downloadable content that added some elite generals, um, including uh, Kenny Omega from All Elite Wrestling. <laughs> Okay, uh, Johnny says Mavis Beacon teaches everything that is incorrect. Uh, David, let's see. Uh, okay, Fruit Ninja Extreme, that's incorrect. And uh, John with the correct answer, Like a Dragon Ishin. Now, real quick, Jesse, before you get into this, I want to see if David, you know, before that song, that last song goes out of your head. Did you notice that there is a distinct similarity between that Like a Dragon Ishin karaoke song and the Squid Sisters song from Splatoon? I did not notice, 
Gonna need you to now go back and listen re- to it, man. Mm. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna say now I want to re-listen to it. Yeah, they they have a similar uh, similar rhythm at some point. It uh, it's awesome, awesomely alarming. Um, sorry, Jesse, I just I was no, uh, no, no, wanting to bring fun. that up. It's fun when when songs sound like other songs and stuff. <clears throat> Especially when they're being sung by two pairs of. Uh, very different characters yeah. <laughs> like the characters in like a dragon ishin and the squid sisters from splatoon who otherwise have very little in common uh, well i mean you do catch some squid in the game so when you're in the fishing right. game but that's about True it then. this fucking game rules <laughs> like like okay so i've been <laughs> i was i started up like a dragon again and i'm on like chapter 10 and I was like, okay, I just got to chapter 10. I'm going to take a little break. And for the weekend, I'm going to try this new uh, Like a Dragon Ishin, um, that it, it just showed up on Game Pass. And um, so I started playing that. And it's it's basically um, like a Yakuza game, but in like the 1800s. It's like right when Japan started getting uh, firearms. So like... Um, so you like there's like pistols and still and samurai swords and stuff. It's that like real right before uh, like the the end of the samurai basically. Um, oh, so like during the era of Tom Cruise's movie, you know, The Last Samurai. Um, maybe, maybe, maybe a little bit before that. But mm. it might be around the same time. I'm not sure. Um, I think it's before. Okay, but it it in fact like you have four styles that you can fight with. Uh, you have like a a melee just punching um, brawler. That's what it's called. And then you have like your swordsman, which is just you know you're holding your sword with two hands. Uh, you've got the the gunman, which is just uh, you know you just use your pistol. But then the one that I love using is the wild gunman, which is pistol in one hand, sword in the other. And like that's the shit. You do some mm. crazy, like, like just some dumb moves, and it's stupid because after the fight, like the dudes get up and they're like, "Oh, we're sorry," and I'm like, "No, the stuff I did to you just now, you should be dead. You're dead, like yeah, super dead." Like one of the things you do is like you can like you stab them with your sword, and then you pull the sword out, and then you shoot them where you stabbed them. And it's like, that just seems... And then there's also one where you do the reverse, where you shoot them, and then you stab them where you shot them. And it's like... Let's see, oh man. That's dope. That's a good idea. Um, start the uh, start the wound for them, and then in, you know insert a sword into it. That's brutal. <laughs> and then I recently got this move where you like slash... Like, you have to be near a wall to do this one. So you slash towards them, and they back into it. And then you like stick your foot up onto their chest to hold them against the wall and then you pull your pistol out and just like shoot three bullets into their neck and it's like that motherfucker is not getting up going sorry sir sorry he's fucking deceased it's prone to bound to get an apology (laughs) uh, but you know I'm I'm confused by it because like were handguns really a thing in 1860s Japan? Like, are they taking liberties here? Um, I mean, you know, they, that's about when they started bringing them over and, and whatnot. I David, suppose, you might know. yeah. Yeah, yeah David, the, like, the Japan file here. 
well, history person, but it was in the, like the mid to late 1800s that Japan like opened up their borders and America, I think England too, like didn't necessarily want to colonize it, but they were trying to get an influence and Japan was like, yeah, we need to modernize because what are these projectile weapons that aren't bows and arrows? Like, yeah. fuck, we're behind. Not great. Yeah, these samurai swords are dope and all, but you know, you you shot me with a gun. <laughs> we gotta we gotta catch up. This is bad. <laughs> yeah, some of the people like NPCs will like comment on on that. Be like, oh, you see, there, uh, someone brought in more guns into our city, and like it's gonna be a matter of time before you won't be solving things with swords anymore. You know, and it's yes. like, yeah, it's uh, it's weird. Um, well, the good news is that history didn't really bear that out. You know, Japan kind of uh, doesn't have the gun problem that a lot of countries have. Yeah. <laughs> not even a lot of countries. Our country. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, not specific to this country, but, you know, it's uh, it is a, it's an American problem more so than the Japanese problem, the gun thing. Yeah. It'd be cool if America still had a sword control problem. That oh, would be man. pretty fucking dope. Mm. But Swords will fucking yeah, kill nope. you. I'm okay with that. I can run from a sword. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like, uh, it's, uh, you know, it's those guns that get you. <laughs> it's, it's just not good. You know, if somebody threw a sword at me from, you know, a few hundred yards away, well, you know, it was my time. But, <laughs> you know, it's just, uh, yeah, we don't have to get into that. Like, you've never um, heard of a drive-by sorting, you know? Yeah. That's just not a thing. I really wish we had those, quite frankly. Like, you know, listen, I, you know, you see my fucking stupid ass screen name. You know, I, I, I'm all about that gangsta shit. I was so <laughs> fucking throw a samurai sword in the mix. I mean, you know, this is this is totally my shit. <laughs> I, just, I just imagine somebody driving a car and sticking their head out of the be like, "Kawaii!" and throwing a sword at <laughs> Kawaii. <laughs> <laughs> fucking you know, Snoop Dogg fucking chopping someone's head off. You know, man, what a time. Mm. Uh, that would be more of like a Wu Tang thing. thing. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it's definitely if Wu Tang could have made drive-by sword killings a thing, they definitely <laughs> would have. Like, yeah, if they could have turned Staten Island into a fucking like, you know, like an ancient samurai colony through their actions, they surely would have by now. Yeah, people would sell disputes with like shadow boxing, fucking, you know, there'd be shogun assassins all over the place. It'd be mm. the shit. People would just push their kids around and, you know, rigged up baby carts with all kinds of weapons inside of them. Mm. Guys, we should get into watching some samurai movies. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, Wu-Tang, well, they, they had good taste, There's man. also uh, <laughs> Last Samurai, or not Last Samurai, Last uh, Dragon. <laughs> last Dragon has that one uh, Shogun of, I think, Harlem, Shodaf. That guy's pretty oh, awesome. Man. Gotta have Shodaf. Fuck. Um, yeah, I was I, the baby cart thing. For those not in the know, that's uh, that's Lone Wolf and Cub. Uh, those movies fucking rule. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Jesse, have you watched Lone Wolf and Cub? No, or I, Shogun Assassin. I was more of a Zatoichi guy. So Zatoichi's pretty dope, man. Blind Samurai. Yeah, yeah, I love that shit. Uh, we should watch some uh, some Lone Wolf and Cub. Johnny, yeah, real done. quick, Google the names the subtitles of the lone wolf and cub movies for me i need to i need that rundown they're all very good um but yeah uh, lone wolf and cub you know disgraced samurai and his baby 
and he pushes the baby around in a cart that has awesome samurai swords and shit in it. <laughs> Alright, you ready? Uh, uh, you ready for some uh, subtitles here? Yeah, give me the, give me those lone wolf and cub subtitles real quick, and then we can get back on like a dragon. You got sword of vengeance. Uh, yes. You got baby cart at the river sticks. Yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> you got baby cart to Hades. Yep. Uh, baby cart in peril. Uh huh. Baby cart in the land of demons. I, I'm sensing a theme here. White heaven and hell. <laughs> Fuck yeah, that's a great name. <laughs> and then Shogun Assassin. <laughs> yeah. All you know. See, all good. Tells you what you're getting. Uh, you know, a troubled man and his awesome baby card. <laughs> Is there a baby? And also, in he's there? a show that says, "Yeah, okay, oh, man, no, okay." So there's All a right. baby. No, no, no spoilers. I, okay. We got to watch these movies. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, yeah, like a dragon, Ishin. So is this essentially just? A, it's a feudal. Samurai story, or not feudal, but like 1860 samurai story, and pretty much all the characters are just the gangster fucking Yakuza yeah, guys from the previous Yakuza games. Yeah, it's, like, like, they're, it's like they're being cool. played by those guys. It's pretty cool. Awesome. Because it's like they don't typically have like the same personalities per se. Um, no, but they just have, but it's, it's just like, that one guy. Like, it's, it's the guys with their intense looks. Yeah, That's yeah, all you yeah, need. Yeah. Like, it's great. Um, awesome. And this, the story's been really cool. There was this one part where you have to have a fist fight in a bathhouse. With, it's like two naked guys fighting. And that's pretty funny. Fuck yeah. And so, like... You get to punch him in the nuts? Well, you can't see, like, your junk because there's lots of steam. And it's the steam is, you know, it, it's it's very cleverly done. It's, it's funny. Say no more. Yeah. <laughs> Perfectly designed fight. And so, it's a... <laughs> That's real cool. Um, so the fruit aspect of this game <coughs> is... Uh, it's, it's hidden behind the steam. Well, there's... Yeah, there's that. Um, and, and the banana hammocks. <laughs> so there is a, a farming minigame, which um, unfortunately I have got not gotten to. However, I did discover a fruit-related thing in this game that is amazing. And so I was... I just happen to have some, like, when you uh, level up, you get certain orbs for the different styles. And so I had one for Brawler, and I was looking through the Brawler tree, and I saw there was one... Um, well, basically, if you have an orange in your inventory, you, uh, you, like, do this move where you, like, sweep them behind their leg, and so as they're falling, you stuff an orange in their mouth... And then they fall on the ground, and then you fucking stomp the orange. Dope. So you make, like, orange juice in their mouth by, like, Fuck yeah. by, like, fucking <laughs> curb stomping them. It's... Dude, that's... It's amazing. <laughs> and it's like, that's if you have an orange in your inventory, just press Y next to your opponent. And I'm like, oh, Dude, hell I yeah. always have yeah. an orange in my inventory. Yeah. I would make sure I, I have an orange in my I inventory. I went to the <laughs> produce lady and bought ten oranges. <laughs> My inventory, like, you have, like, you start with, like, 12 inventory slots when you start this game. So I had fucking God. 10 oranges in there. I'm like, I'm, I'm fucking ready. Just in case. Orange, I'm glad you God. found this samurai. Fucking like a dragon rubber mouth. You got the three oranges in yeah. your mouth when you fucking slash somebody. <laughs> I was mad. I'm imagining the infomercial that's like, are you tired of how long it takes you to make a fresh glass of orange yeah. juice in the morning? Yeah. <laughs> There's an easier way. Yeah. Uh, like a dragon, the juice loosener. <laughs> oh, man. 
saying. I, you know, I also would like to see the grapefruit version of that, where like you fucking you slash a guy up, trip him, and then like smush half a grapefruit in their face. <laughs> like, yeah, they yeah. You know, I think more citrus-based humiliation attacks really would uh, it would bring a lot to almost every video game. Yeah. Like, you, know, you should be able to humiliate somebody with a piece of fruit. In yeah. pretty much every game you play, that's that's fucking awesome. Now, do they have a term for the move? Because as a Marylander, or somebody living in Maryland now, I mean, I'd call it like... No, nope, Johnny just claimed yeah. it. Johnny's a Marylander <laughs> now. <laughs> I'd call it the Orange Crush or the Grapefruit Crush. No, yeah, that makes a lot of sense to me. Um, it is called... <laughs> Shit. It's called Orange Crush now. Yeah. yeah. It's called a Baltimore Crush. <laughs> uh, Essence of Mekon. It's a novel technique... <laughs> To place a mandarin in the mouth of an enemy, then make fresh orange juice. I'm surprised it's not a naval technique. Yeah. Is that on Urban Dictionary? That sounds like a, a gross sex move from Urban no, it's, Dictionary. No, it's on fucking Yakuza. <laughs> oh, it's on their website. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Damn, dude, you got the skill tree up on the fucking video? Woo. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm a... It's a fucking I'm really fully cool into this. game. Like, I highly recommend this game. Um, no, truly, Jesse, this really seems like a game made for guys like you or exactly you. Like, you know, Sega beat them up with fucking, like, I don't know, rad-ass anachronistic Japanese shit going on and also Kenny Omega DLC? Yeah, yeah, I haven't got that far yet. So, but... <laughs> they, they really yeah. are going after the Jesse Moore market with this game. <laughs> and there's, like, other mini-games. There's, like, fishing, uh... I started playing Mahjong, and I might kind of sort of understand how it works. <laughs> um, might be a Mahjong so guy now. <laughs> it's, it's pretty fun. <laughs> I was making these little pairs and these triplets and something called like a dragon hand. I don't know. <laughs> Sounds appropriate for the game. But um, it's, it's a neat game. I've. I got Yakuza Fever. I'm gonna, I think this one's a kind of a shortish game, which is cool. Um, and then I'll go back to Like a Dragon. And then there's the new Like a Dragon Gaiden that's on Game Pass now, which is like, uh-huh. um, you play as Kiryu and it's more of like a beat-em-up, like this one. Um, so, lots of Yakuza going on. Sega's just fucking killing it lately. Yeah, now David, now, Ian, I want to know, did you see the trailer for the new feature in the upcoming Yakuza, uh, Yakuza, inf- what is it, Infinite Wealth? Yes. David, did you see this? I shared it in Discord recently. The new, uh, the new, it's like a, it's a new mode in the new Yakuza game. I'm trying to find ways to get David into new games. Did you happen to watch this video I shared? Uh, I think I missed it. I'm sorry to say. So essentially the new Yakuza game that's coming out pretty soon. And I guess I'm sorry. They're called like a dragon now. They're not Yakuza anymore. Um, but the new Like a Dragon Infinite Wealth has a side game where you travel to a tropical island and uh, build your house and meet the locals and help them build their houses. And you can kind of co- like change the island in uh, a bunch of different ways. It, 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 it's an Animal Crossing game that they inserted into... The new Like a Dragon game, David. <laughs> Ooh. Okay. Yeah. It looks great. Like, it just... Yeah, it's... Uh, it It's just all the fucking Like a Dragon characters on an island game where you're 
building houses and uh, like cultivating a, a new resort paradise. You know, as somebody that spent a lot of time playing Animal Crossing New Horizons, I'm not sure how appealing that still is to you, but just picture instead of you know your cute little character and Tom Nook, you're a Japanese gangster, and uh, you know I don't know it it it's kind of a fresh take. They're doing interesting things with this series. <laughs> they certainly are. Yeah, it's funny because you know, the. the and just like a dragon, there's like a Mario Kart mini game. So it's like they're just just taking all of Nintendo's launch. Because <laughs> say I didn't hear about that either. Shit, yeah, that sounds great. <laughs> I gotta get into these games, man. I fucking, you know, I got I downloaded Yakuza Zero and played a little bit of it. And it was pretty cool. You know, I was waiting to get to the karaoke to really get into it, and I never quite made it there. But man, all the shit they're putting in these uh, new games and all the the you know silliness really sounds appealing. Yeah, and I mean, really, Jesse. Best of all, you can fucking jam an orange in somebody's mouth and curb stomp yeah. them and make orange juice with that, it. That's fucking. I mean, like, yeah. I'm definitely using the brawler style a little bit more now because yeah, just know what you can I do. I didn't realize <laughs> it's so like sit, like you can just like grab uh, stuff on the ground and when you're using that style, which is pretty cool too. Like, there's the the combat in this game is real good. I just love picturing. Yeah, I love the absurdity of. You know, gameplay mechanics like that, and then picturing that actually taking place, like the, the the events of the game actually taking place. So, you're a samurai enforcer guy, and you beat the shit out of somebody and curb stomp orange juice into their mouth, and then it's like, all right, well, I gotta go, you know, talk to the next boss or next guy up. I should probably go back to the fucking orange store real quick yeah. and get a couple more oranges just in case I need to kick somebody else's ass. <laughs> like, Better go pick a few oranges yeah. before I go up to the fucking Shogun. <laughs> don't need the Just sword anymore. In case. God, I, yeah, love, exactly. I, I, I would love that Animal Crossing where you have to go pick oranges from a tree before you kick someone's ass. Yeah. God, I mean, an Animal Crossing that would allow you to curb stomp Tom Nook <laughs> with an orange. orange in his mouth. Here's some orange you know, juice. It would be... Living the dream, baby. Like, you fucking just evict Tom Nook from your Animal Crossing game via curb stomping. Yeah, it's fucking your island now, baby. <laughs> that sounds good, Johnny. You might have just came up with uh, Nintendo's next hot idea. Yeah. Fucking, you know, Animal Crossing is a good series. People love it, but they haven't been able to fucking curb stomp anybody until now. So let's uh, let's work on that. That's you know, that's the next step. Violence. <laughs> Uh, Jesse, this game's great, man. Great pick. Um, anything else? No, it's 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 awesome. I think we got there. Yeah, you're right. It clearly is awesome. Game four.
So guys, each day in this game can be run in regular or chill mode. Chill mode reduces the number and the uh, rate of gameplay occurrences to be processed, but it reduces your potential rewards from uh, completing a day in the game.
right, guys. Let's see those answers. Oh, wow. Okay, so... David says Pikmin 3, sadly incorrect. Johnny says drawing of a penis, sadly incorrect. And Jesse says Simdug, also incorrect. No, guys, this is a little game that's uh, all about food. You, uh... In this game, you cook food, and you serve it out of a food truck, and it's delicious. This game is Cook, Serve, Delicious 3. I like that the title of the game is like commands, kind of. Yes. Cook it, serve it, Del delicious. Delicious it. <laughs> you know, do you not, David, uh, maybe you just don't cook for very many people, but like when I set food in front of somebody, I tell them, Delicious. And they fucking, <laughs> yeah. If they don't fucking acknowledge that it's delicious, we're done here. Like, get out. Cook, cook Serve yeah. Delicious sounds like the title of a Nickelodeon game show from the early 90s. Yes, it does. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I also like that uh, somehow the uh, the punctuation of the game is cook, comma, serve, comma, delicious, exclamation point, three, Exclamation point question mark. The three is a confused question about this game. This happens? As though this game... Yeah. We made a is third there, game? <laughs> Cook, serve, delicious three? Are there uh, two others? <laughs> that, I mean, honestly, that's my question. Uh, you know, this, uh, this game actually has been in the radio for a long time. This was, uh, you know, an old patron submission. You know, shout out to Akadar. Uh, maybe... If you ever listen to the show again, renew your patronage, add more soundtracks to the radio. You got good taste. Because uh, Cook, Serve, Delicious 3, great soundtrack. Fun, uh, dare I say, Doug-like soundtrack with a little... Fucking gonna, you know, somebody's gonna open a door and Porkchop's gonna come walking in and paint a gag next to the name of this game. Like, it's a... Uh, <laughs> It's just a pleasant soundtrack with a little but up but but to it. It's uh, it's quite fun. Um, the game, I'm not sure if it is fun. What an odd game this is. So this is Cook Serve Delicious three. The uh, the first game in the Cook Serve Delicious series, you take on the role of an unnamed chef who takes over a failing restaurant, and it's a uh, it's like a real simple kind of like cook to order game you have to choose the dishes that you're going to prepare to run a restaurant and then like people come and place their orders and you can get multiple orders at a time and so it's like a it's like a time management thing as the game gets harder and harder like initially they come in and it's like yeah, i want a hot dog no ketchup and so you have to like press h to start cooking the hot dog and then you press m for mustard and then you press spacebar serve or whatever but then yeah and so it's like real simple commands, but they start coming in fast and furious. It's a stressful restaurant simulator where you're like the only guy running the restaurant. Like, yeah, I want a, I want a hot pretzel, you know, no sugar, extra cheese dip, that kind of thing. And you have to press the right combination of things. You know, you're serving like drinks and dropping fried foods. And it's like you got to hold down on the D-pad to, you know, hold the fryer basket down long enough and then let it let it up to come out at the right time. Like everything's got extra steps. It's uh, it's an interesting little game. Uh, the second game, I feel like, is just kind of a you know iteration on the first game, based on what I know of it. I'm sure there are mechanics that some cook serve delicious fan is you know screaming at me right now. 
but this third game. <laughs> I hope they're here. Yeah, God, yeah. I've been waiting for the Cook Serve Delicious Army to descend upon this podcast. <laughs> this is you know, I'm, I'm inviting you upon our show. <laughs> uh, so the third game, unfortunately. <laughs> takes place in the not-too-distant future, where for some reason America has been destroyed by war, and your restaurant was destroyed as part of the war, and so you take on a food truck, and you're being driven around the country as part of a food truck competition. Uh, the person driving the truck is not a person, it's actually a set of robots. So there's two robots driving your food truck, and they also provide, like exposition about America's fucking unfortunate downfall. Um, and then... Is it unfortunate? I mean, as somebody that lives in America and doesn't feel like experiencing this downfall, I'm gonna say yes. You know, uh, as... <laughs> right. Like, in, in the early, like, exposition, like, they, you know, there's, like, an early cutscene that shows a map of America, but then it, like, morphs into the map of, like, this futuristic America, and... Like, uh, you know, the entire state of Minnesota is on fire and like Texas has an outline around it that is clearly just a wall of the entire border of the state of Texas. It's, it's a sad dystopian vision of the future of America, but then it's just a cute little cooking game in which robots are driving you around a food truck to let you cook, you know, food for people. Uh, so you go to, you go town to town and try to sell your delicious foods and, it's like you, uh, you know, as the robots are driving and providing the exposition, you have to do like prep work. You have to prep your dishes, and then once people order, you got to make them to order. And it's it's a it's as the game says, it's like a stressful kitchen simulator, which doesn't sound all that fun, but it sounds kind of cute. I don't know. So it's, it's the bear. <laughs> it is essentially the bear, you know, and, and in this case, in you know three, the post apocalyptic bear. It's like. Um, yeah, un unfortunate. I, I prefer the I prefer the actual bear, the one that takes place just in some fucking sandwich shop in Chicago, as opposed to the one that takes place in like a Mad Max future in which food trucks are trying to kill each other. Uh, I, I could really do without that plot point. I think uh, I think just running a you know silly stressful restaurant is silly and stressful enough, as illustrated by the TV show The Bear. Um, Dude, that's so most, game. that is the most fucking stressful show I've ever seen. Like, and oh Johnny, you God. never even worked in a restaurant. I worked at a Kilwins. That's not a fucking <laughs> restaurant. That's <laughs> a goddamn <laughs> ice cream shop. That's, that so is fun. not even close to the same thing. <laughs> Oh, not I, even I, close. I, I love when it's anniversary day, taking my wife out to a nice candlelit candlelit meal at Kilkins. Yeah. Right, I buy her a pound of fudge. <laughs> Johnny makes us a waffle cone, and it's just a lovely date. You know, poor Johnny, he's so stressed making those waffle cones. Did you make reservations, honey? <laughs> oh, I sure did. I'm so sorry. We're all booked up tonight. If you'll have reservations. Yeah. Not getting in. Right. There's no tables here because this is an ice cream and taffy <laughs> store. You need to leave yeah. now, please. <laughs> you fucked up. Yeah. This is not what you thought it was at all. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, you know, having worked in a restaurant, uh, the bear, it, uh, 
it does at times feel like just some fucking like suffering like you know restaurant war flashbacks again not not equating working a stressful restaurant to the horrors <laughs> of war shot at but like no it's mustard, essentially mustard gas same thing it's uh, it's kind of like that it's just you know i have unpleasant memories attached to my time working in kitchens and the bear as good of a show as it is activated several of them within me so yeah, you know, there is that. Dude, but did you see the cooks serve delicious. Did you see season two of the bear? Yeah, I saw every fucking episode Great, of the bear. Bro. Okay, just wanted to ask. We can move on from that. I'm just curious. Right, yeah. Uh, it, I mean it's fine. I, I don't feel like fucking revisiting that part of my fucking psyche. Um but you know, good show. <laughs> did, did you see season two of the bear? <laughs> yeah. Alright, moving on. Okay. Yeah. David, have you seen a single episode of the bear? Yes. Okay. All right. Well, then I won't tell you to shut the fuck up. But you know, <laughs> until you see season two, <laughs> yeah, you know, don't step to Johnny like that. <laughs> People that saw season two, they know. It just it made me laugh. It's like, have you seen season two? Yeah. Okay. No further yeah. questions. Yeah. Exactly. You know, irrelevant. <laughs> like I get. I worked out of Killens. I understand it. Again. <laughs> I scooped ice cream for a living for you know several years of my teenage yeah. life. I fucking understand working at a stressful restaurant. <laughs> yeah, I also I also worked in a blockbuster. If anybody's asking, <laughs> yeah. um, we sell popcorn. You know that's food, right? I had to upsell Blockbuster online. It was Netflix, but worse. Yeah, you know how stressful that oh, is. Oh, dude, I upsold the shit um, out of that. That was so, such an easy upsell. Because here's yeah, what- so did I. <laughs> Because, man, like, the greatest thing I figured out was, uh, you know, they're like, oh, you got to do more Blockbuster online. You got to do more Blockbuster online. They had this coupon to give out, and everybody else would ask, like, hey, would you like a coupon for Blockbuster online? And of course, everyone says, no, I don't fucking want that. Get out of here. Right. My my technique was, I'd be like, hey, man, I'm giving you a coupon to Blockbuster online. Just scan it and put it in their bag. Next thing you know, you yeah. go to that back room. It's like, John, 300. <laughs> everybody else, 10. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah. Not complicated. <laughs> Um, yeah, you really eating into my cook serve delicious time with that blockbuster online <laughs> divergence, but um, yeah, no, that, that's good because there's not really a whole lot to say about cook serve delicious. The food visually pleasing, um, you know, choosing How's it your taste. Own... You know, that's a good question. I would think that in a case of making food, you know, post apocalyptic food truck, <laughs> there would be a concern about like food quality. But I didn't research the game enough to find out if that's really a, a thing that comes up. Like radiation um, or sand or what? Well, I feel like I think the game says like, oh, well, you know, we're serving in Wisconsin, but unfortunately all the dairies were destroyed, that kind of thing. So, like, we need to make things mm. with less cheese than we would. Mm. And it's going to be hard to, like, satisfy these customers. Mm. I, don't, I don't think it's like fallout level. You know, like America is still functioning. It's just not, you know, they're not they've seen better days. Kind of like, you know, modern day America. But, okay. um, yeah, it, you know, the game. Again, if they would, if they got rid of the futuristic dystopian hook, I'd be really into this for like trying it. But like, I don't know, man. I don't need a like a sad like story underlying the fucking you know cooking of pleasant food for this silly distraction of a video game. Like, I you know I like a game in which you succeed at something, you cook aesthetically pleasing food, you make people happy. Um, you know, that would be enough for me. But yeah, the game 
you know, strange, uh, strange concept. But yeah, you make uh, you make various things. There are fruits in play. I made sure of that. Yeah, you can make a fruit salad. You can make a fucking you know, like a cherries jubilee, a bananas foster type thing. You put fruit on top of a fucking pancake. For all you know, I know uh, there there's fruit in play. But you know, fun game, interesting little soundtrack, interesting little series. Uh, you know, I'm interested to see interested to see what punctuation they'll add if they do a cook serve delicious four Johnny say cook serve delicious four, but you can't end it with a question mark and exclamation point. Give us a, give us a read on that. Okay. Let's see here. Um, cook serve delicious four. What punctuation mark was that? All of them. (laughs) Okay. Well done, Johnny. You, uh, you nailed it. You really captured the vibe there. (laughs) Um, yeah, fun game, fun soundtrack. Let's, let's move on. <laughs> game five. item in this game called GB Sounds um, despite the fact that this is supposed to sound like the original music from the Game Boy and Game Boy Color none of the songs sound exactly like the originals the reason why is because it doesn't perfectly emulate the original soundtrack uh, using a because it uses a font for MIDI playback rather than generating actual 8-bit chiptunes
right. Uh, who's got some answers? <laughs> oh, do we ever. So, uh, Johnny says Killwins. Incorrect. That is never the correct answer. Uh, Jesse says Pokemon Pineapple Party. Sadly incorrect. Uh, John Harrington has the correct answer. Pokemon Heart Gold and Soul Silver. I uh, just want to give a um, shout out to our requester, uh, Mork. This came from our Discord. Thank you, Mork, for the request. And yeah, um, Pokemon Heart Gold and Soul I really got to stop paying attention to the chat. Um, yeah, focus on it, please. Pokemon Heart Gold and Soul Silver, uh, the DS remakes of the Game Boy sequels to the original Pokemon games. Great games. Yeah. The originals and the remakes. Solid. Which, which starters are these? Uh, Cyndaquil, um, Totodile, and Totodile. Whoa, I got one right. <laughs> no Mudkips? Uh, Mudkip <laughs> is not in this game. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, I was waiting for you to... Okay. Almost. Oh, yeah, I know. Well, I'm, I'm edging you on that what. <laughs> You're just going to interrupt like three You're minutes into the discussion. It's like, uh, yeah, the graphics got a huge improvement. What? It's coming. You'll never see it coming. <laughs> Wait, not if it's edging. <laughs> oh. Oh, I got 24 hours. <laughs> 24 hours to deploy this what. I'm going to bust a what all over David. <laughs> oh, my God. It's like Magfest all over again. Uh-huh. Come party. <laughs> uh, Pokemon um, Heart Gold and Soul Silver. Um, these are games that I continue to kick myself over. Because um, I always wanted Ow. to play Gold and Silver because I heard um, that those were like the best Pokemon games. Like, Well, hold on. You haven't even played Gold and Silver yet. No. Damn, son. And um, you, now you're going to tell us you also didn't play these fantastic remakes? So the remakes came out, and I was like, oh, this is the perfect opportunity. And then I didn't pick them up. Son of a bitch. Yeah. Here's my question, David. When do you think we're going to get the first remake of a remake? You know, I feel like it's probably coming. Like, I feel like we're probably... Don't say that word. <laughs> we keep coming back to that. Well, I guess, I guess technically we have. Because Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee were remakes of the original, but you could say they were remakes of Fire Red and Leaf Green which oh. were remakes of the original. That's the, actually, that was going to be my question. Would those be considered remakes of Fire Red and Leaf Green, or are they more or less just kind of the originals? I guess it depends on what features were in um, Let's Go Eevee and Pikachu. Right. Anyway, I gotta keep my concentration. You keep going. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Sting. <laughs> oh, God. Um, Heart Gold and Soul Silver. Um, apparently, amazing remakes of amazing games. Uh, I feel very bad that. I have not yet played these. I, I kind of want to 
dive into these and actually okay here's a here's a more fair question now that we've established that you didn't play these have you played any pokemon remakes yeah oh okay did you play you played the diamond and pearl remake no actually i got the um fire red and leaf green on the game boy advance oh, okay well fair enough those are you know good pick i thought maybe you got those fucking not so great looking diamond pearl remakes what is it Brilliant Pearl and Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl. Yeah, I I yeah. thought about it because I have a huge soft spot for Diamond and Pearl. Um, mm. And then I was looking at them and I was like, yeah, this just looks like the exact same game. <laughs> like, have they have they now? Uh, you know, I'm unclear on where we are on remaking the Pokemon games. Have they announced like New X and uh, like you know Silent Y or? Uh, I think Fucking, black would it be, and white I guess, are going to be black next. and white would be next. Yeah, Pokemon. Shit, man, how do you how do you expand upon black and white? It's so black and white. <laughs> um, you know, Pokemon light black and dark white. <laughs> black black. Pokemon half black half white. Oh no! Oh. Pokemon. What's the issue? I don't understand. <laughs> Pokemon black and white cookie. I don't know. Right. Oh boy. Hmm. Pokemon <laughs> Ookie Cookie. <laughs> what? That's something different. <laughs> Can't play that right now. Um, um, David, here's Pokemon, my important question here. Pokemon Black I Coffee and White Chocolate. There you go. Oh, there you, that's way better. <laughs> yeah. Deeply bad. sexual, but way better. Um, <laughs> Pokemon <laughs> Hot <sexual>. Black Coffee. <laughs> um, so... You know, the, the theme obviously is fruit, which uh, I was racking my brain on this as I was listening to those tunes. There aren't a whole lot of fruit Pokemon. Like, who's the who's the fruity Pokemon in this game? No, it's Mr. more so. This is <laughs> this was the game that introduced uh, berries as items that you could give to Pokemon. Okay. Berries are fruit. I guess you're right. Yes, they are. So, <laughs> I wasn't going to debate that. <laughs> I wasn't sure. You kind of looked like... It took me a second to process the berries. I forgot all about the berries. Are so, you, What kind of berries? Because technically strawberries aren't berries. FYI. I, I mean, are we talking... You know, I'm assuming there's a... Weird fictional Pokemon berries, so... White. Williams. Marion. Um... Huckle, fucking Huckle, <laughs> the the one that's based on the HBO show that wrapped up earlier this year. Uh, blue. <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> now you're just name, now you're gonna name actual berries. I was naming things that are berry with an A. Sonnenfeld. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, thank you, David. God, Sonnenfeld berry. Um, that uh, you know, oh, uh, uh, Jenkins. Jenkins. Uh, yeah, yeah. Sanders, directed Moonlight. No, wait, that's Gary. Fuck. Sanders, Sanders, yeah, God, unstoppable Barry. Fucking <laughs> makes it your Pokemon fucking kicks ass for a solid seven years and then retires. <laughs> that's a good Barry. Um, no, okay, so it's not Barry with an A. McQuarrie. The composer? <laughs> yeah, Barry McQuarrie. That's 
<laughs> so close. We're getting a real inside podcast, inside BGM podcasting right now. It's not Barry McCreary. <laughs> oh. Uh, you know, side note about Barry. Yeah. <laughs> you guys, how do you guys pronounce the word for like? You dig a hole in the ground and you put something in it, then you cover it back up. What did you just do? Buried it. You buried it. You buried it. You buried. Oh, oh so I'm not the only one. I also say buried. <laughs> like, and everyone, everyone I know says buried. But like, I thought I, I was fucking with you. <laughs> no, I 100% say buried. Oh, man. Well, I really buried myself on this fucking <laughs> burn. <laughs> God, I'm going to make a point to say it like that now, Johnny, just to, you know, because there's too much berry confusion going on around here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's, there's berries like the fruit. There's berries like the various, uh, you know. Oh, Daryl. <laughs> what? <laughs> Who is Daryl Berry? <laughs> Daryl S. Berry. <laughs> His name is literally a type of berry. <laughs> Why well, didn't want to give that away? Yeah. Uh, you fed your Pokemon a Daryl S. Berry. <laughs> what? Am I better than you? Uh, I don't know you, but yes. Because <laughs> uh, Pokemon the ability to jump off screen for a while it just teaches them fly. <laughs> The Daryl S. Berry is actually just what it's an HM. It's a bunch of coke. <laughs> I didn't want to be the one to say it. It's, you know, similar What's to the Marion Berry. Daryl. S. Berry. So anyway, yeah. So David, anyway, yeah. You can feed the Pokemon berries in this game. But again, there, you know, I want to really, you know, really drill in on fruit Pokemon. Barry Switzer. <laughs> Did sure. he own like the Cowboys or something? No, man, he was a coach. <laughs> no. <laughs> God damn! What an obscure Barry you just pulled. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll think of another one. Don't worry. Falling down the berry tree and just hitting every branch on the way down. <laughs> So, David, again, you're the fucking, you know, you're the Pokemon guy around here. Give me a fruity Pokemon. Um, this game actually did introduce Hoppip, which is a grass flying type. Um, that kind of looks like a berry that flies with its, like, leaves. Uh-huh. Not fruity enough. I need one that's, like, more clearly a fruit. Like, you know, there's the fucking... It, it, wasn't it in... You know, I I don't play enough Pokemon games, but in Sword and Shield, weren't there ones that were like strawberry cream pies or shortcakes or something? <laughs> Jesse, we're perverts, man. <laughs> Christ in heaven. Yeah, uh, Tay, I think Charon? Cherim? Is that one? Yeah. Um, there was also Bounce Sweet, uh, which was in <laughs> Sun and Moon. That's. Like a cute little pear. Okay, I'm just uh, yeah, I, I'm just saying, fruit Pokemon like Pokemon are based on so many things. It feels like not many of them are based on fruits. Like, isn't there like a weird ghost apple dragon thing? 
Yeah, isn't there one shaped just like an apple pie? Yeah, there's the apple um, dragon. Um, and there's also, is it Tropius? It's a grass flying type that's kind of like a dinosaur that looks like a banana tree. Okay, word. Fucking, uh, what about Exeggutor? Could it be argued that Exeggutor is a fruit Pokemon? I, you know, I, I'm not fact checking this. Or is coconut fruit? Because Exeggutor is essentially a coconut tree. I thought those were eggs. Well, that's what the name wants you to think. <laughs> but it's pretty clear it's just a fucking palm tree with coconuts on it. No, those are eggs. Actually, are um, no, I'm, I'm going to say yes, John. Because the Alolan one is grass dragon, and it stems from some, like, tropical dragon fruit. Okay. So, like, yeah. All right. Executors are fruit. <laughs> there you go. Hmm. Um, yeah, I, I, again, it, it's just as I was, you know, processing the fact that we're listening to Pokemon music, I'm like, oh, yeah, fruity Pokemon. Wait a minute. There's, like, none. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> Fruits are just such funny objects. Why is there not just a fucking, like, a Pokemon that's a banana? What is that, a Kakuna? Like, you know, why is there not just a Pokemon that's every fruit in my fucking, like, local produce section right now? Yeah. Is there a tomato Pokemon? Ooh, Persimmon Mon. No. No. Um, there, there is a, a hot pepper Pokemon now. Not a fruit. <laughs> Just because it goes in jelly doesn't make it a fruit, David. <laughs> well, no, but I was just thinking, like, I'm working on produce. It, okay? you're, th- you're trying to get through the produce section. I'm telling you, man, you gotta you gotta get to the the fruit. Um, but yeah, I feel like a, sorry. a kiwi berry or or a kiwi fruit. Sorry, could be a. <laughs> so I, I, in my head, I combine gooseberry and kiwi fruit into kiwi berry. Um, a kiwi, outrageous. A, a kiwi fruit. Gooseberries are so similar. Yeah, well, no, gooseberry. That's just another term for a kiwi fruit, right? Is a gooseberry. Um, Listen, Johnny, <laughs> unacceptable. I don't want a gaff on your part. <laughs> but like, it's already fuzzy, you know. So yeah, it makes sense to be like a little Pokemon, and you can scoop it out with a spoon. It's delicious. Yeah, have a good time. Word. Was wasn't there a Pokemon that got introduced in the new one that was just an olive? Yeah, small olive. Yeah, that's that's gonna be one of the dumbest Pokemon of all time. Yeah, I would never use that one. Yeah, seriously, like if they gave me that Pokemon on a pizza, I would call for a refund. <laughs> like I'd be furious <laughs> that I got that Pokemon. Like here's your starters. You get to choose from, you know, the grass cat or the fruity duck or the fucking olive. I'm like, well, I sure don't want the olive. Can I feed I'll- the olive to the duck? <laughs> Fine, I'll take the I'll take the flouncy duck, and then you open up the Pokeball, and it's a, it's a fucking Smoliv. It's like, hold on, hold on, hold on. I need to call <laughs> Professor Oak. This is a mistake. Excuse me, five star. Well, you started off. You started off saying, if I saw if I had that Pokemon on a pizza, I'd demand a refund, and then went to here are your starters. So instead of the professor opening their briefcase to show the Pokeballs, you just go to a restaurant, and it's three pizzas with Pokemon yeah. sitting on top of them. This is how my Pokemon journey begins, David. I, I don't <laughs> want to be Pokemon journey shamed. Um, Every yeah, Pokemon I'm, journey begins with three pizzas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Inside all Pokemon trainers, there are three pizzas. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, yeah, the, the small of 
It's got to rank highly among the silliest of the fruit and vegetable based uh, Pokemon. <laughs> you know, are olives produce? They're not in the produce section, David. You're well, the one who brought it up. There, but it depends I'm on the you, produce section. You eat fruit and vegetables. Are olives produce? <laughs> They're plants. <laughs> Wait, John, do you not eat fruits and vegetables? <laughs> I do, but I'm asking David. Go <laughs> on, David's I, opinion on olives. I don't like olives. <laughs> yeah, I don't either. I'm not I don't guy. like them, but I would consider them produce because they are a harvestable plant for food. Okay. Follow-up question. Are pickles produce? No, because cucumbers are. Okay, but olives and pickles are, like, right next to each other in the <laughs> supermarket. Some supermarkets have an olive bar. That's true. Which I don't Fuck utilize that. at all because <laughs> I don't like olives. the worst bar of all time. God. I want to talk about the least least attractive bar of all time, like, huh. olive bar. Dude, I love gotta olives. Be up there. They're fine. Huh. Just not getting them fresh off a bar. Um... Anyway, yeah, sorry, I didn't mean to get us off uh, on a you know whole fruity topic here, but okay, well, carrying the this time in the chat. Tropius, Bound Sweet, Steeny, Serena, Cheruby, the cherry Pokemon, Applin, Flappy? Is that the name of a Pokemon? Flapple. Oh, yeah. Flapple. Oh, Flapple. Oh, I'm sorry. He's like a it's... bat, but an apple. <laughs> okay. That's... <laughs> I'm going to need visual confirmation on that. That's one of the silliest things I've ever heard. It's just a flying apple. Uh, oh, it's a flying apple dragon. Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. It's a dragon that disguises itself as an apple. <laughs> and it has a deep, deeply sexual name. It's pretty cute. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm not ashamed to say it. I'm no DJ Khaled. I eat the flapple. Um, but... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyway, none of this is in Pokemon Heart Gold Soul Silver because again, this is just where they introduce berries. So you know, thank goodness for that. No fruit Pokemon. Yeah, no fruit-based Pokemon, <laughs> save for the original Executor, which uh, may or may not just be a palm tree covered in eggs. Um, but uh, you know, worthwhile remakes, despite not having a you know a whole lot of fruit. Some fruit, but, you know, not enough fruit. Pokemon games would rectify that going forward. There would be an increase in fruit. You know, frankly, seeing this list of Pokemon that are based on fruit, I'm just going to need way more. Uh, I don't understand why fruit, like, it, it, it feels like Pokemon, they're, they're kind of missing an opportunity here, man. They should be teaching kids about, you know, good eating habits by having them battle <laughs> sentient fruit monsters. <laughs> by, by having them eat the Pokemon? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yeah, it, it also raises the question. Like, if there's a fucking small dragon shaped like an apple, d d like, somebody has to have eaten it by mistake. Yeah, some someone's point, right? eaten it. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah no. somebody ate that fucking dragon. <laughs> like, oh, no, where's my flapple? <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry, son. I I, I took it for lunch. I'm yeah. sure every Pokemon that looks like, like meat or vegetable... Or some kind of food-related thing as someone has eaten it. Yeah. Can you imagine having to come home from work and explain to your kid that you actually took their pet for lunch? 
Yeah, he actually ate the pet for lunch. <laughs> Sorry, son, I told you not to get that Pokemon that looked just like a fucking giant bowl of barbecue pork. But <laughs> I told you to keep the fucking flap out of the fridge, man. Exactly. <laughs> label, label your fucking Pokemon if you're going to leave them in the fridge. I ate it. What of it, son? Sorry, this is my house. Deal with it. What Sorry will I your... have for dinner? I choose yeah. you. <laughs> uh good times. All right, let's do a quick uh, power ranking. Uh, most delectable non-food-based Pokemon. Pokemon that you would like to eat that are not based on food. We'll start it with David. Hit it. Are we counting animals as food? No. No. Uh, if it's not literally shaped like a fucking food object, then you should be uh, you know, power ranking it on this delectability ring. Uh, Clodzer. The crab Pokemon? <laughs> no, it's it's like a giant blue lobster with a massive claw. Okay, well that sounds delicious. Jesse? Hmm. Ah... Uh... This is tricky. Maybe Blaziken? Some real, like, hot chicken, you know, Nashville Nashville stuff. Some Nashville hot chicken? Yes. (laughs) That's good, man. Johnny? Oddish. Okay. Fair enough. Vegetarian choice. (laughs) Yeah. I I myself, I got a hankering for some chancy omelets. Um... (laughs) Yeah, man, I could go for one of those right now. <laughs> or like a mm. like a barbecue tape pig sandwich. Mm. Oh man, mm. yeah, don't get me started. Fucking spicy you know. hot mustard. <laughs> yeah, got some or some Moltres wings. Oh yeah, yeah, oh. they're blindingly hot, <laughs> but man, yeah, delicious. Fucking roast ratata. You just you know, well, that's that's more of like the Demolition Man uh, yeah. Pokemon scenario. I'm just saying you, you haven't really lived until you've had legendary Pokemon wings. Um, you know they're good. Oh, this is making me some for Alligator Tail. Ooh, there you go. You know, I'm, I'm telling you, David. It, it's, mm, yeah, some, some some fucking Totodile Tail. It uh, it tastes surprisingly like Blaziken. Dude, I, dude uh, I love the idea of going to watch uh, the basketball game at your local legendary Pokemon Wings. Or Froakie Legs. Yeah. Mm. yeah, fucking Buffalo Wild Wings. I want to go to legendary Pokemon <laughs> Wings. That's the most depressing restaurant in the world. <laughs> I'm impressed that we got through that actual thing. I, you know, I really thought Johnny was going to understand that was my cue to start the calculating computer. <laughs> calculating computer activated. Computers. Beeps. Oops. What the heck? Scoring complete. This game's winner is... John Harrington. Hell yeah. It sure is. Just call me Mr. Fruit. Because I fucking know all these uh, these games tonight. This is my kind of topic. Nailed it. Fucking... Mix myself up a delicious fruit salad. You know, snacking on all your children's favorite Pokemon. Nom, 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 nom. That's me. Um, God, what a show. What a game. Guys, uh, failure on your parts. Success on my part. Congratulations to me. 
Um, that means it's time for me to declare a theme for the next episode, and I don't take this uh, this duty lightly. So this was episode 356. Our next next episode is episode 357. You know, so seldom do we get themes based on the number of the episode that we're going to be uh, doing. And I feel like uh, episode 357, it's, uh, it's a great chance to rectify that. So next week for episode 357, Magnum, we're going to do games with... No guns. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, that's All right. right. All right, Mr. Fruits, we can do that. Same. We, you know, we talked about that, you know, uh, Japanese, uh, man, I wish we had a samurai sword problem instead of a gun problem. Next week, we're bringing that to life through g- episode 357. Again, you know, for those that can't see the uh, esoteric workings of my brain, 357 Magnum, it's a famously large gun. This is America. We own a lot of guns. I'm going to go against the grain next week. Episode 357. No guns. Are you taking our guns away, John? God damn it, John. No, 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 no. No, I have a right. It's it's on that piece of paper that Sleepy Joe is hiding from everybody. (laughs) (laughs) He's trying to change it. He's trying to amend that right now. He's trying to take away your right to a pair of bear arms. Um, yeah, it's the, it's the biggest problem facing our country today. Uh, the fact that a very Republican Democrat is trying to maybe, I don't know, do weird far left shit. I don't know. Uh, no, Jesse, I'm not taking that bait. Um, next week, there's going to be no guns on Game That Tune. It's going to be an ideal episode of Game That Tune. So, uh, episode 357, no guns. Uh, Japanese games only. No, I'm kidding. Uh, no guns. <laughs> uh, just, uh, you know, come, uh, yeah, it, it, like, seriously, if, if a character, uh, I'll say, okay, if, if your character can wield a gun in the game, don't bring it. If the enemies have guns, that's their problem. Um, but if, if your character, you know, has to shoot a gun at any point in the game, you better do your research. I, I don't want to have to game over anybody. You know, if they bring some weird, fucking obscure Christopher Nolan Batman game where he fucking, you know, blows away, uh, what's-her-face, fucking Ra's Ghul's daughter with a fucking Batman gun before taking the bomb out over the harbor. Fucking don't bring the Dark Knight Rises next week. Not only is there not a game based on it, but he also <laughs> kills somebody with a gun. <laughs> Damn it. Don't bring that. <laughs> Just, just thinking, you know, in terms of least expected guns. <laughs> that's uh, that's got to be right up there on the list. Like, wow, cool. What a Batman movie this was. Oh, he just shot a bunch of people with a gun. That's not good. Um, yeah, no guns next week. It'll be nice. What a what a delightful delightful idea that is. Only achievable here on Game That Tune. So, yeah, bring your uh, bring your least violent or least bullet riddled games. For next week's episode. And as for this week's episode, my God, guys, what an episode it was. Thank you, everybody, so much for being here live with us. We're live every Wednesday night. We're on Twitch TV, twitch.tv slash game that tune. We love you guys joining us live. Thank you to everybody checking us out in podcast form. Podcasts come out Tuesday mornings at gamethattune.com or anywhere that you get your podcasts. So be sure to listen to Game That Tune in podcast form. 
share the show with some friends. Spread the word. Tell everybody that you love Game That Tune, the world's greatest video game music podcast for a few more months. Um, thank you, everybody, checking out Patreon. Patreon.com slash Game That Tune. It's the home for awesome exclusives. We've got Game That Tune gems. We've got mixtapes. We've got uh, covered up. We've got movie commentaries. We've got all kinds of fun stuff that we do uh, via your support at Patreon. And uh, most importantly, you help us keep the lights on at our 24-7 video game music live stream, gttradio.com. That's the place to find all your video game music needs on the internet. We appreciate you guys going to Patreon and supporting us in everything that we do. Special thanks, of course, to our absurd fans on Patreon. Daniel Perky, Taylor Y, Sam L, Phoenix2, 2121, Beast Pond, and the Kerrigan, a fantastic group of Patreon absurd fans that we've got. Uh, let's see. We thank the requester. David took the request tonight. Did we even thank the requester in that last segment? I feel like we ended on the request and didn't say thank you. So you better say thank you like three times right now. I definitely did thank the requester, but yeah. I will thank them Say again. it three times anyway. Beetlejuice. Okay. Oh, <laughs> um, I want to thank Mork. Our requester made their request in Discord, which is a great place to request like Mork did. Uh, Mork made our request in Discord. So thank you, Mork. Yes. That was four. Also, That's too many. <laughs> yeah. Also, Mork. Thank you. Uh, great request. Yeah. While we're on the subject of Mork, Mork, um, it's uh, it's a good thing that Mork made that request. Yeah. Discord's the place to make your requests, or you can hit us up GameThatTune.club, our fantastic social media server, uh, or uh, again, just find us on the internet. If if you've listened to this podcast, you probably pretty much know how to contact us. We're easily available. Uh, true power is being unable to be reached. We have made ourselves entirely too available to the internet. So we even have find a phone us. number. I'm saying, you know, you can call in on the fucking phone number. Uh, fucking, you know, again, entirely too available. Game that tune. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's great to get requests. And um, you know, I was going to say, speaking of uh, speaking of game that tune radio, several minutes ago, before we think more eight or nine times. Johnny did have a special announcement. Uh, it, it might concern some patrons, but mostly it, it concerns everybody that enjoys GTT radio on the internet. So yeah, uh, we've partnered up with TerraPlayer. TerraPlayer uh, has an app on the App Store and on Google Play that lets you listen to a selection of uh, video game music radio stations, and we are now a part of that. Uh, so if, yeah. you, if you want to listen to Game That Tune Radio on the go with your phone you know you can go check it out on terror player it's not the same as full-blown gg radio you don't have the video element you don't have the chat element but you know you're driving in the yeah. car you still listen to some tunes or something like that it's the way to go so yep it's great go check out terror player on the app store go get it download it check it out we're on it T-E-R-R-A player.com uh, Fantastic service for listening to video game music podcasts and also Game That Tune Radio on the go. Uh, it's a great place to listen. And it uh, again, like Johnny said, you don't get the chat element, you don't get to make your request, but it is a fantastic on-the-go option. We're happy to be on there. Um, so yeah, check that out, terraplayer.com. What a, uh, what a fantastic partnership that we've got. Hey guys, that's going to just about do it. It's time to take us home with bonus tunes. Uh, time to take us home with a game that, to my knowledge, features no guns. It was almost one of my picks for tonight's episode. 
before I realized that it didn't have enough fruit, and I decided not to use it. So we're going to go home with the, uh, to my knowledge, again, gun-free athletic theme from Yoshi's New Island for the Nintendo 3DS. I'll have David check the uh, check the record. Pretty sure there's no guns on Yoshi's New Island, but I could be wrong. There's babies, there's dinosaurs. There probably you know probably a lot of guns floating around, but I haven't played it, so I don't know. So we're going on with the athletic theme from Yoshi's New Island, and we love everybody. Peace out. Is the sound of a character that truly keeps one in the chamber in case you ponder. Uh, Super Mario Brothers Wonder is copyright 2023 Nintendo of America Incorporated. Mavis Beacon teaches typing 9 is copyright 1999 Broaderbund Software. Like a Dragon Ishin is copyright 2014 2023 Sega Games Company Limited. Cook Serve Delicious uh, 3 is copyright 2020 Vertigo Gaming Incorporated. Pokemon Heart Gold and Pokemon Soul Silver are copyright 2010 Game Freak Incorporated and Nintendo of America Incorporated. I don't, I don't think he's going to be able to guess this without the trivia hand. So. Yeah, sure he can't. Yeah, I bet he can't. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, what? All right, Jesse. So, uh, well, Jesse and John. Yeah. Sorry, someone uh, redeemed cat, so you have to find a cat. My cat was already on screen. You saw me doing my thing. <laughs> Wait, no, put the put your fucking <laughs> answer down. I haven't given the trivia. Oh, oh play oh the my third God. song. Oh my wow, God. Johnny. <laughs> That's truly impressive, John. <laughs> so, 